Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Better Money presented by Elements Financial. I'm your host, Miranda Finley, and with us, we have my co-host, Abby Askew. Hey, Abby. Hey, Miranda. How are you feeling about this very first podcast? I mean, I'm a little nervous, but like, I think we got it. We got the experience. We got our outlines. Like, we should be good to go. I think we're good to go. Yes. Speaking of experience, I have about 10 years in the financial industry, and nine of those have been wonderful years with Elements. How long have you been uh, dealing with the money? <laughs> yeah, so I've been at Elements for, this is my sixth year. I'm almost into year seven, so woo! Um, and yeah, I mean, I I was in the insurance industry before this, so talking to people specifically about like their personal finances is something I've never done before. But um, learning from you and learning from some of our other coworkers about how to have those discussions has been really beneficial, not only in my personal life, but like obviously in our business world. So thanks oh, yeah. for that. Definitely. We have the hookup when it comes to our personal finances. <laughs> um, so we are both certified financial wellness facilitators, and it's a passion of ours. It's a foundation of what we do at work to talk to people about their personal finances, like Abby mentioned. Uh, so we meet with hundreds of people uh, throughout the year. Um, and throughout the years, we've met with probably a thousand people, um, it feels like. And it's our goal to help you get to a point of financial success and financial stability, whatever that looks like for you. So this is the perfect time of year uh, to look at what we kind of did previously and what we're going to do moving forward. Everybody's setting those new year resolutions. Hopefully by this first episode, you haven't already abandoned those. And if you haven't, or if you're looking at maybe some realistic ways to set goals and to achieve a little bit in 2022, that's what we're shooting for today uh, with your money. So we're going to go over a few things. Budgets, that B word that everybody loves, um, is what we're going to start out with first. So when it comes to budgets and we're looking at the year past, how do you feel like your year went in 2021, Abby? <laughs> uh, Amazon app was my best friend, so probably not as good as it could have gone, Bezos to be is honest. a killer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would say that a lot of people got, got hit with the Bezos bug uh, in 2021. It's just too convenient. Too convenient. Right? So as we're kind of setting budgets and looking at what we spent last year and what we're going to spend moving forward, maybe we delete the Amazon app <laughs> off of our phone. Done okay? that before. Need to do okay. it again. I'm going to yes. challenge you to do that. Thanks. So deleting those apps that are, are really those crutches, maybe avoiding Target if you go in for one thing and you're going to spend 150 bucks every single time you walk in the door, which I am guilty of. And thinking about um, you, you know coming out of the end of the year we're probably feeling a little bit overstretched financially, or at least I am. I don't know if you're feeling that way, Abby. Yeah, sometimes, yes. So lots of social activities that we haven't done in over a year. So 2020 obviously looked different for a lot of us financially and with social activities. So in this year, I wanted to take advantage of all the parties. So yeah. I went to all of the parties, <laughs> and I bought all of the presents, and I participated in all of the gift exchanges. And my bank account is like, yo— you can chill. Chill it out, girl. Just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so in looking that at that, I want to respect my bank account. Um, so moving forward, 
Um, sticking with the budget, kind of looking at what we're going to look through throughout the year, we're going to talk about some realistic goal setting here in a minute. Next up, we need to realize that um, just because it's a new year doesn't mean that it's actually a new you, right? Mm. So those financial habits that you've created, um, you know, the, the examples that you had growing up, um, how you and your spouse spend money, um, all of those things aren't new. So new year, not new you. So making sure that we have some honest conversations with ourselves about what we're spending. So I'm proud of you for realizing that Amazon <laughs> might have been a crutch. Um, so having those conversations with ourselves, and then also having those conversations with um, someone that is impacted by the financial decisions we're going to make. So are you and your hubby going to sit down and talk about 2022? Yeah, we need to. I actually brought that up the other day, and he was like, "Do we? Do we really have to?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we're comfortable. We do. We do. We've got. We bought a new house, so we've got new like home improvement stuff we want to do, and that you new know. couch you just got. Yes, yes. And nothing. Money doesn't grow on trees in our household. So what? right, I know. So we got to like get it together. So yes, having conversations super key when yeah. it comes to this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're also going to have uh, some of those fun financial conversations. So if you do have those conversations, specifically with a spouse, a partner, sitting down and having those conversations, not surprising them. So don't just like, you know, pull out the budget and the spreadsheet in front of them on like a random old Tuesday and be like, guess what? Mm -hmm. Um, Sit down, say that you would like to set a time to have a conversation um, with that person that's going to be affected by your financial decisions. And just kind of talk through, honestly, talk through about um, more I statements than you statements are definitely helpful when it comes to money and conflict resolution. Um, So having those conversations, sitting down, not surprising your partner, um, and then moving forward, do you think that when you set a budget that you're just going to knock it out of the park every time? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Because Amazon, Target, as I get older, Costco is really taking a lot of my money lately. So, Oh, you live in that suburban life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's blown. I've blown my budget many times. So you have to understand, right? Yes. Like like that's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. So budgets are going to get blown, especially if you set pretty strict budgets up front or if you're setting a budget for the very first time. So those budget line items that we create for ourselves, especially if we're, you know, we've pulled a couple bank statements, we look at our spending and we kind of figure out how much we spend in each area. And then we just get surprised by, you know, random um, quarterly expenses, semi-annual expenses, annual expenses. Sometimes we got a little bit gung-ho on the budget train initially, and we set super strict budgets for ourselves, and they just weren't realistic. And it's okay to fail. That's what I want to tell you here. Build failure into the process, because if you don't, you'll get discouraged, and then you'll just kind of crinkle your budget up and toss it. Um, So in setting a, a healthy budget, Um, looking through those expenses, setting what you feel are realistic budget lines, and then readjusting as it makes sense to throughout the year is going to make you way more successful moving forward. Right. It's like a diet, right? Like if you set like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to restrict myself from everything, then you're going to like it's going to take three days and you're going to blow that. Right. So you have to let yourself say, I need something a little realistic. I need to be able to like eat that chocolate cake one time a week. Right. So you have to build in some mad money for yourself, too. That's I think that's one of the terms that I got from you is like mad money. Like you have to be able to go and like spend a little bit of Target from time to time. Right. So that you can make sure that you keep on track with the rest of your budget. Yeah, 
absolutely. Something that I did um, when um, I was very, very strictly budgeting um, and planning for our wedding in 2019 is each week I set a certain amount that I could go to the ATM and actually get the cash out. And then I didn't have to go back and rectify every single thing that I spent that money on, which was helpful to my husband because I think I drive him crazy, but also super helpful to me that I felt like I had that money just to go spend wherever I wanted. So if I wanted to spend it on one lunch, if I wanted to spend it on coffee, if I wanted to pay for someone's um, drink behind me, like I could do whatever I wanted with that money. And that made me, it gave me the illusion of a lot of spontaneity when you're budgeting. Yeah. So I think like overall here, like that holistic financial approach is what you had started with. And I think that's really what we're looking at here. Like it's okay to build a budget and not be super restrictive, but make sure you're able to pay your bills, obviously. And understand that like sometimes you might have to make changes to that. And so always go back and like reanalyze um, and make sure you're you're hitting those numbers that you want to and have those conversations with yourself, with your spouse, whoever's also helping you spend your money that mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? We got to like reel it in a little bit on this category or whatever. Um, because we don't like we know we're going to fail a little bit, but we also want to like pick ourselves back up when we do and move on forward because that's that's what life is, right? You got to keep keep going, keep charging along. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that accountability is key. I know uh, we're super fortunate to work in an industry and to work on a team that we can go up to just about any of our close coworkers and be like, hey, I need some accountability. This is a goal I'm trying yes. to hit. Um, and not everybody may have that. So just find that one person in your life that you feel like is like-minded, you know, is kind of reaching towards some of the same goals that you might be, um, you know, also feels like they might have overspent um, and have those conversations with that person. Um, that accountability is going to, again and again, help bring you back to your goal, help to ground you, and just to make sure that you're getting what you want most. And that's really what budgeting is. I like to think of budgeting as a happiness allocation. (laughs) And so it's making sure that when you say yes to something financially, um, that you're saying no to the right things and you're saying yes to the right things so that we can make sure that we're moving our money towards what makes us happy and moving our money towards what we actually want to spend it on instead of everything else that is grabbing at our dollars. Because there are so many things that are grabbing at our dollars. Yes. Um, So when it comes to overspending um, and saving, are there any, like, big triggers for you? Mm. Is your daughter one? I feel like having a kid, I would just constantly be like, oh, you deserve everything. Yes. Yeah. Daughter's definitely one. Thanks for my house. Always. Like, I'm like, oh, let's get new curtains. Let's buy a new rug. Do I need these things? No. I have curtains and a rug. (laughs) But, you know, it's just like you see stuff and you want to, like, feel like that new special out of the package kind of attitude. And it it gets gets me every time. What, What are you, like, overspending on or feel like you're spending your money on too much? Yeah. So I am a classic happy spender. Um, Mm. So I know some people tend to spend a little bit more when they're sad or they're upset or they're mad about things. And I spend when I'm happy. Like if I'm having a good day, I'm like, treat yourself. (laughs) I just want to spend on everything. And I want to spend on other people. So I am a big gift giver. I love to find that perfect thing for someone. And sometimes I over obligate and over commit myself Mm. to those things. So um, especially at the end of the year, you know, my husband's birthday is towards the end of the year. Um, A lot of other, my mom's birthday is in December. I have a lot of friends with birthdays towards the end of the year. 
Um, and then the holidays, of course, like that moment when somebody opens a gift and you see like the light bulb go off. That's my favorite moment in yeah. the world that you just found that perfect thing um, that they really wanted, but they didn't want to buy themselves or something super unique that meant a lot to them um, from their childhood or, you know, like whatever it is. I'm super mm-hmm. sappy and sentimental. So <laughs> that is where I spend. So it actually does better for me if I'm sad. Okay. So sad girl right. autumn was my season because I didn't spend <laughs> spend a lot. But if you're a happy spender like I am um, and you're coming off of the end of the year, um, especially with social gatherings, um, have potlucks, have game nights at home, Mm. invite your friends over, um, order pizza in, um, make drinks at home. All of those things are going to kind of save you money throughout the year. Um, Simplify gift exchanges. So if you can opt for a white elephant or a dirty Santa gift exchange for the coming year, um, if you want to just kind of set a limit for yourself for everybody's birthday and set a limit for yourself for everybody's gifts throughout the year, that might help you. And then something huge for me as a happy spender is I have multiple different accounts that I um, pre-fund my happy spending. Perfect. Um, so with Elements, I can have as many accounts open as I want. So check with your financial institution um, as to whether there are going to be fees or not to have multiple accounts open. But fortunately, Elements does doesn't charge me to do that. And so I have like 11 accounts open and they're all for what are probably ridiculous things. So I have a hair account. I have a car maintenance account. I have a gift blessing account um, that I just kind of pre-fund the gift account with money from each paycheck so that if I do want to buy somebody's, you know, meal behind me or their coffee behind me, if I do feel led to um, to gift somebody with something, if there is a gift that maybe is a little bit outside of a normal price range, then I know I have money sitting um, specifically for those reasons. Mm. So setting aside money for each paycheck. Um, And this is going to roll right into goals we have for 2022, right? So as we look forward to 2022, like Abby and I mentioned, there are so many things that are going to be grabbing at your money. So making sure that you actually spend your money on the things you want most, not just on all of the shiny things that distract you, (laughs) is really what we're here to help you do. And so setting those goals, um, sitting down, Setting those goals, like Abby said, there's going to be failure in the process, and that's absolutely okay. But if we sit down and remind ourselves of those goals pretty often, if we're having those conversations with the people that are important to us in our life that are going to help hold us accountable, that are affected by our financial decisions, it makes it easier to stay on track for those. And another thing that has been super helpful to me, too, is I have a what I work for wall up next to my office. So like a visual goal board. Yes, I'm a very visual person. And so I I find the prettiest picture of the next place I want to travel to. Mm. Uh, When I was planning my wedding, I had a photo of my husband and I up because I knew that saving that money and having a wedding day that I had dreamed of was worth it to me. Um, Having pictures of my nieces and nephews up helps helps motivate me. Um, And so we're all going to have those days where we're just not feeling it not super motivated, woke up on the wrong side of the bed, ask ourselves why we do what we do every day. And that wall is what keeps me motivated. So 
Um, that's been helpful for me. What do you do to, to stick to your goals, Abby? Mm. Um, I am a spreadsheet-oriented person. You so Yeah, I'm, I'm a black and white factual type of, type of gal. So I always have things written out in front of me or in my spreadsheet that I revisit all the time, like constantly. Um, so, I mean, that's the point of, like, having these conversations is that you have to find what's going to work for you. So Miranda's a very visual, um, like, likes the emotional side mm-hmm. of things that go into to the finances, um, I'm very black and white, give me the facts kind of girl. So you got to find what works. Um, and there's so many options out there for you. So just keep keep plugging along until you, you figure out what's going to motivate you to reach those goals that you set for yourself. Absolutely. It's definitely a trial and error process, mm. both with budget line items and with the way that you decide to budget, finding what motivates you because we're not coming to work for free, right? right? right. Like I'm coming to work for that paycheck, although I do find what I do super fulfilling. Mm. We're not working for free. So making sure that we're actually spending the money that we earn the way we want to spend it um, and in a way that makes sense for us and in a way that leaves us a little bit um, more comfortable throughout the year is really what we're shooting for. So when you do set those goals, just try to remember those things that are going to come up through the year. So if you're a parent, um, your kid might need childcare, um, especially through the summer and on breaks and things like that. They may be playing sports or have those clubs that are a little bit more expensive. Uh, set aside money for those holidays and birthdays that you know are going to be coming up throughout the year. Um, and then travel is another huge line item too that I think people they they just don't feel like they have the money for but if you sacrifice a little bit in the interim you control your money in the interim then you might be surprised on how much money you have to set aside towards these things that you want most to make those memories with your family to make sure that your kid um, has you know the cutest little uniform for soccer <laughs> like whatever it is um, that's why you're doing what you do so right. just remember that yeah perfect so I wish you guys the best of luck in 2022. I know you're going to go out and smash those goals. If you do have questions, if you need help, if you need an objective point of view, please reach out to us. That's exactly why we're here. You can email us at bettermoneyelements.org. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful new year. Yes, thank you. 